This one goes out to the conscious entrepreneurs here to make a difference in a big way. Welcome to the Heart, Soul, and Guts podcast. You've got the vision. You've heard the call. The world needs what you have to give, and you're ready to show up. Exactly how that's going to happen, that part's not so clear. Dreaming it and living it, two very different things. Deep breath, sister, you're in the right place. Amy Biondini is crazy about people and about business, and she's here to help you. It's time to get out of stuck and into action aligned with your soul. Are you ready? Here's Amy. From climbing the corporate ladder to entrepreneurship, Erica Kastner is not a stranger to the professional development world. She's the founder of Cleaner Results Business Coaching and Consulting, a company dedicated to helping CEO moms go from I wish I could to I know I can and communicate their message with power and poise. Erica, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. Oh, thank you so much, Amy, for having me. It's my pleasure. Oh, you're so welcome. Why don't we get started by telling everyone a little bit about you? Thank you. I really appreciate that. So I'm the founder of a company called Queen of Results. So I help women entrepreneurs who are already currently in business really help their personal branding message take it to the next level. So I actually started in this field predominantly because I wanted to help other women leaders position themselves as their leader. I think oftentimes entrepreneurs feel like they're trapped behind their desk and they're not necessarily in the most visible place to market for their business and position them, their message with a place of strength and power and poise. And I think that initially with my background always being in the corporate sales training world, it just seemed like it was a natural progression for me to go from that level of commitment <laughs> to working with <laughs> large corporations into this like one-on-one marketplace, you know, with, you know, solopreneurs and obviously women who are wanting to scale their business in a huge way. So I'm very excited about the leaps and bounds that this company's made in just a short year. We launched in January, 2015, and we've got some amazing things that are coming around the bend for 2016. And I'm just so excited to connect with entrepreneurs like yourself, Amy, because you actually take that foundation piece, you know, and work with those leaders who are just starting out. And it's inspiring to see, you know, people like yourself take people through that process. And I love that energy of supporting women entrepreneurs in this space. So I'm very excited about what's happening in 2016. Beautiful, beautiful. Why don't you tell me a little bit about how you got into the coaching side of things? How did kind of that, how did that come about? Oh, I love that question. So about three years ago, my life dramatically changed by marrying my husband, Ed, and it was a great time of year for me. And on the surface, I looked perfect on paper because I had this brand new marriage. My husband had two beautiful daughters from a previous marriage. So I was now a new mom and I was loving life with my, at the time I was working for the greater Fort Myers Chamber of Commerce. So I was helping entrepreneurs and I was very visible in the community. I you know, it's pretty exciting time of year for me. However, behind the scenes, I was a hot mess. I had, let's see here. So I was about 35 pounds overweight. The transition of being a mom now to two teenage daughters, it was causing a lot of internal conflict in my home. And I wasn't really like brave enough to tell my husband, Hey, you know what? Things are not really going as well as I thought. So, and then of course that was showing up in other areas of my work. So I needed an intervention and about six months into my new marriage, I landed on an opportunity to work with my dream coach 
coach. It was somebody that I had always looked up to and aspired, but I always thought it's probably going to cost me way too much money. He probably wouldn't work with somebody like me because he only works with people that are powerful. Like this is my mindset, like talking like two and a half years ago. And so I thought, well, okay, but the only way that I'm going to get out of this feeling of like feeling buried and feeling like I wasn't visible and feeling like I wasn't powerful was actually through the help of somebody else. And I knew I couldn't get that from my husband as much as I love him, <laughs> but I just, you know, I knew I needed help. So Flash forward to 2015, I would have worked with my coach, David Essel, for about a year and a half. And through that process, really found my own voice, really found that there was this missing link between like people having chaos and conflict in their personal world. And that sometimes shows up in their business world. And they really don't know how to marry the two. They really don't know how to like have more balance. And so for me, it was like, it was this light bulb that went off in my head. And I said, okay, the only way that we can really truly empower ourselves in the professional world is if we get our act together in the personal world. So that was my main driver. I never thought in a million years I would ever be a coach, but it just fueled me and inspired me to really help people out there who were just like me, you know, running all the juggling all the balls and trying to get to the next level of greatness in the world, but they just didn't know how to do it. So that was probably my main motivation for starting the coaching business. Wow, there's so much in there. I know, I know. It's it's kind of hard to condense it into, into a two-minute soundbite. Sorry about that. But. Yeah, that's fine, that's fine. I think two of the things that really kind of stuck out for me is, first of all, is how did you even find the courage when you were feeling so buried? How did you find the courage to reach out for support? Because I do feel like that's one place where people can kind of, they're embarrassed, they're too shy, they don't want to ask for the support. Well, I think for me, if I'm going to be really vulnerable for a second, I think for me, it was literally waking up one morning and being extremely hungover and just feeling like the world was crashing down on top of me. Mm-hmm. And I really felt that like in that moment, I just, I knew there had to be a better way. And I knew that my way was going to probably continue to get me into a further hole. And it wasn't going to give me, like I could only carry myself so far. And so what was so funny was, no joke, I mean, I remember the day I was in the bathroom (laughs) having one of these like, holy moments, right? You know, I was just like, oh my gosh, like, I feel like everything is coming down on top of me. And I'm just trolling my Facebook feed, like I always did, right? So in that moment, there was like this opportunity to work with my dream coach, like on Facebook, it was like, somebody's giving away two, two, you know, free tickets. And like the first person that like messages me will get this. And I thought, well, here's my sign. Now, here's what was so interesting was I was like, that's exactly what I need to do. But I have two free tickets. I've got to convince my husband to go do this with me. Otherwise, I got to lie to him about where I'm going for a weekend, you know, like, (laughs) so that was like, I think for me, it was like, in my mind, I thought like, my husband would see me as a weak person if I reached outside of our marriage and outside of our home to get help. But fortunately, for me, I had to have that conversation with him first. And he was all in. He was like, yes, let's do this. So that was the first hurdle. And I think the second hurdle was just saying, like I said, I going back to my first point, I knew I needed to surrender to somebody else's system because otherwise, like I was probably going to be dead in a year if I didn't. I mean, that's how serious my dead or divorced. I mean, in either way it was like pretty dire. Yeah. So that was my come to Jesus moment with that. And I mean, I'm being vulnerable when I say that, <laughs> but no, yeah. yeah, but it was a very scary place in my world. And I know there's a lot of other people out there that are in that scary situation right now and just kind of suck it up and ask for help. 
there are other people out there that can help you through just about anything. That's so true, that's so true. And I think that place of surrender is such a painful place, but it's also so much power. It's mm-hmm. such a powerful place to be once you get to the other side. Well, yeah, and it's like, you know, like I used to think that was a position of weakness, you know, right? I mean, I think a lot of us women can identify with like, well, if we if we even dare ask for help, like that's such a weak place. Mm-hmm. I was the oldest of seven, you know, growing up. So like if I dared ask my parents, you know, like for help, like with, you know, making sure that the kids got their homework done and things like that when, when they were both working, I just felt like that that wasn't, I wanted to take care of it, wanted to get it done, but it is a really liberating feeling if you can get somebody to help you take that weight off of your shoulders. I mean, and that's where like the true power starts coming to, to fruition because again, you're having somebody else's guidance look at your challenges from a 30,000 feet view. Definitely, definitely. And it is just having that support on that community at well. That person in that community is so, so powerful and moving forward. And it's mm-hmm. interesting because it actually gives you back your power. Yeah. But I think you're right. I think as women, the whole idea of asking for help is a, is a hurdle in itself to get over. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So now that you're in the coaching world, I guess you're on the other side or you are the one who helps women through. Mm-hmm. So what does that look like on a day-to-day basis? <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's see. Which day are you talking about? No, <laughs> well, I think that there's a number of ways this looks. So, you know, obviously I have another podcast too. That's how initially we connected was yeah. through this beautiful podcast community that we have. So I do get to connect with my tribe of women through that model. And then, you know, I work daily with, you know, leaders just like you, you know, who are trying to figure out what their path to greatness looks like. So, and a lot of it is just, you know, it's very specific around the personal branding message and just making sure that women are, they have the tools and they have the skill set to go out there and rock their message with power and poise. And they don't have to hide behind a computer screen to do it either. Like I teach people every day, like, okay, so there's all these beautiful ways that we can get our message out there. You know, thank goodness for social media and thank goodness (laughs) for those platforms right but you need to have a balance of getting out there in the real world getting out in your own backyard and connecting with people in your neighborhood because those are where you're going to start like really building those amazing relationships and through those relationships they will be able to help you connect the dots like in a local community effort but then they can also help you in your social media plight too so you know i think a lot of us women again you know especially entrepreneurs and and you know Know, we have a home-based business in a lot of ways, you know, we're at home. So it can be very scary to kind of trudge outside of our home office to go meet new people. But there are tons of people out there that want to know and like and trust you and connect you with, with the resources that are going to take your business to the next level. So, you know, I, like I said, I, I do that one-on-one with people, but more importantly, I'm just out and about in the community strategically helping leaders connect every single day like that. So I have a little system. And I don't know if this would be helpful to share with your audience, Amy. I hope it's okay. Yeah, okay, sorry. So it's very simple. When you're thinking about networking or building relationships, oftentimes like people want to say, okay, well, I want to meet. Like I had this woman the other day tell me, she's like, I want a hundred repeat clients by the end of 2016. 
And they said, okay, so what would it take you to get a hundred repeat clients by the end of 2016? And so I walked her through this little exercise and I said, okay, through what she's already doing on social media and through what she's already doing in her like local networking efforts, I told her, I said, if you only made a commitment to reach out to three people a day, And the three people, you're going to be very strategic about what you're saying to these people. So person number one, you're only going to reach out to that person to ask them what you can do to support them in their goals. So you can do that in an email. You can do that with picking up the phone. You could even do that over like a message in a a social media platform. But you're reaching out to one person to be supportive and say, how can I be of service to help you in your goals? The next person, you're reaching out to them in a collaboration sense. So you and I, we're collaborating on this podcast right now. You know, well, I'll have you on my show at some point. So we're collaborating and and like, that's our point of contact. Hey, we're collaborating on a similar project. The last person you'd want to reach out to is that specific ask for yourself. So like, you know, let's say outside of, you know, with my client that went into the example for the hundred people, like she has, you know, obviously a skincare line that she's wanting to promote. So it was a matter of just saying, Hey, reaching out to somebody and saying, I wanted to introduce you to my skincare line and I want you to try it and sample it and, you know, but be specific about the ask. So that's it. Three people a day. And then, you know, at the end of the week, a typical work week's five days. Those are 15 contacts that you have. And all you did was just reach out to be of service to collaborate with somebody and then to ask for yourself for that piece of business before you know it, you're going to make some incredible traction with those business partnerships, because the more you're doing that, the more the universe is going to reward you and say that you're acting and not like just sitting back passively waiting for the business. I love that. That's such a powerful way of looking at it. Because I feel like definitely one of the things that really women struggle with is getting out there and getting their voice heard and they don't know what to say on social media or they don't want to ask because they want want to sound too salesy. But this sounds like a really good way of doing it. It's really simple and it's just two people. It's just three people and it is super simple, Amy, but a lot of people, what they get tripped up on is the perfectionitis and, <laughs> and wanting to make it perfect. If you, if you can just reach out to those three people in a genuine way, that other person is going to like, they're going to see that you're truly there to be valuable to them. And they're not going to really care if your message is like, quote unquote, perfect, <laughs> but they want to know that you're a valuable resource and that's what's going to stand out in their minds. So true. How do you manage making the ask? Oh, that's a beautiful question. So I think like one of the ways that that I had to get really down and dirty with myself about this, (laughs) (laughs) I needed to be super clear about what my intentions were. So... I think a lot of us go out there and we have 27 different, like, especially in the coaching world, like, and I, and I don't know if you find this, Amy. I mean, this is, this is actually one of my struggles when I first started in in this industry. I didn't specify exactly what I could help people with. So I think that anybody out there that might be listening to this, if you're a coach, if you're a consultant, if you have a professional service, you've got to be super specific about what your intentions are, number one. And then two, like, what do you need help with? Like, what can people help you with? So if you can get super clear on that, and the easiest way that I like to get clear on that is by doing it every single morning before I start my day. So I grab my cup of tea or my cup of coffee and I grab my journal or my notebook and I literally write out my intention for that day. But it's around activity. It's around what I'm going to do to drive my business. So if that means that, you know what, I made a commitment to 
talked to X amount of people this week and I only have like 30% of that goal in and it's Wednesday, I need to look at what I'm doing from an intention standpoint to rock that out and then get other people to help me with that goal. That's one example. But, you know, getting true about your intention and it doesn't have to be overly hard. And then just being specific about your ask to somebody People are so willing to help you out if you're just, if you're asking specifically, if you're keeping it very general, people don't know where to go. So people want to be told, hey, this is how, you know, this is how I can help you. Great. Just tell me what to do and I'll help you out with it. So I hope that answers the question. And there's a whole methodology around it too that I teach in my Rock Your Biz course. But it is just, I think just getting that intention down and really being specific really helps guide people as far as how they can help you fulfill your ask. Yeah, I love that. It's it's almost making it easy for people to help you. Oh, yeah. Because again, people don't want to like, let's face it, like when somebody asks me like an ambiguous question, as resourceful as I am, (laughs) I'm like, I'm pulling my hair out trying to figure out how I can like direct this person. So if they tell me I need a connection to so-and-so, then I can usually whip out my phone. And if I don't know that person personally, I usually know somebody that does. And so I can then facilitate the conversation. But even as a organizer, as resourceful as I am, I still trip out when people are like, hey, I need somebody. No, no, no. Tell me exactly what you need and let me help you out. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. it. How do you manage to stay focused? Because you've got a lot going on. Oh, okay. So thank you for that question because this is actually my absolute favorite one to answer. (laughs) So focus, again, going back to the intention. Mm -hmm. So doing that on a daily basis, getting connected with that, and then realizing what your strengths are and farming out what your weaknesses are. So like for me, like, you know, you and I had a few moments to catch up off air before we got onto this beautiful chat, but I look like I'm so busy, but it's because I have an amazing team around me. I have somebody help me really look at my Look at my 30,000 feet view. So I have one, I have my coach that helps me with that. They guide me through what I need to do to take my business to the next level. But then my responsibility is to get people on my team to do the things that I am not strong at. So as much as I look like the social media guru, I worked very hard to create a social media system that was perfect for my business. But then I got to a point where I was seeing too many clients for me to stay consistent with an activity. So I brought somebody onto my team that actually could help me manage that piece. I still oversee all the pieces that go onto my social media channels, but it's somebody else that's helping me like understand my voice through my teaching and training. It's somebody that's helping me, you know, find those relevant articles that are going to really help, especially women entrepreneurs position themselves with power and poise. And then they're scheduling that. Like, so that takes a huge load off of my calendar so I can really stay focused on the things that I'm great at. And I used to think that it was like, I could never afford to like put somebody on my quote unquote payroll. But when you think about all the productivity hours you waste by doing the things that you're not necessarily the strongest at, you end up like people end up burning out. And I found myself six months into my business burnt out. And I just felt like, okay, this isn't what I envisioned. I wanted to really help people and I'm getting tied up in all the time. So surrounding yourself with the right people is probably the easiest way. If you can't afford it at this point, for one, stop thinking about you can't afford it. You might not have the budget for it right now, but find other ways to do it. 
I'm not a big fan of bartering because there's no energy traded in bartering. But if you can surround yourself with another like peer in this space to maybe help, you know, get you into a pathway before you can actually pay for those services, that's a good way to look at it. Sometimes if you just make the call and, and bring that person onto your team, it's amazing what starts opening up for you. So getting those people on your power team is a huge way that I like to stay focused. Beautiful. And I love what you said there about stop thinking that you can't afford it. Mm-hmm. I think mindset is so critical for entrepreneurs. And it's so limiting. I mean, it really is. I just saw on Facebook the other day, it was so funny. I don't know if you saw this too, because I think we might be connected in the same Facebook group where this post was happening. But she was talking about how she had this really expensive bottle of champagne. And she was waiting for that day to finally open the expensive bottle of champagne and just have it right mm-hmm. and she just kept like it kept, it sat, sat on her shelf for a long time and so the other night she was sitting in her place and it was like a I think it was like Thursday night she was sitting in her place and she was like you know what I feel like having that damn bottle of champagne so she opened up the bottle of champagne stuck a frozen pizza in the oven and like watch Netflix and the moment that happened for her she said that she got her first major like high ticket client. So like sometimes if we like go and splurge on something that's like outside of our like comfort zone of splurging. Mm-hmm. And I used to think this is woo-wee to say this, but like now I totally get it. But the universe is actually going to open itself up and say, you know what, you're ready to take on more commitments because you did that. That was an act of faith. It was an act of, you know, of action, you know, moving forward in that. And so that will come back to you. And I thought that was a really beautiful analogy of her just saying, I'm going to open up this bottle of champagne. I'm going to celebrate that it's a Thursday night. I'm going to have a frozen pizza and I'm going to watch some Netflix and this is how I'm going to roll. And the universe rewarded her with her first major client. So that's huge. It is. It is huge, definitely. It is huge. I, mean, I do love a bit of woo-woo, and I think it can be it can, uh, it can be a little bit uncomfortable in a business sense, though, because you want everything to be you know, signed, sealed, delivered, and right in front of you. There's a lot of faith involved. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah. Beautiful. So mindset's critical. What do you think about the connection between taking care of yourself and success? That is a huge one. Oh my gosh. So going back to my original story, how I was like, you know, three years ago in this state of chaos, 35 pounds overweight, drinking to kind of get rid of all the chaos that was going on in my world, escaping. I was not very good to myself. I was not the best vessel at the time. I felt like hell. I felt like I didn't feel confident because, you know, when you're, when you're overweight, I mean, like, I, like and, and you know what, everybody's got their own like threshold of where they feel comfortable with their body. So I don't want this to be like, okay, well, you know, like just because you're 35 pounds overweight, you're, you're not successful because that's not true. But in my mind, I felt like, like I wasn't, I wasn't the best vessel. I wasn't the best representation of my best self. So I want to throw that out there. So when I started making that commitment to my daily health. That meant that I was not only getting my body in a better shape, but I was getting my mind in a better shape. So as I was working with a coach, he was helping me get over my whole like, you know, like, okay, if you want to lose 30, 35 pounds, like here are the steps to do it, but we're working on your mindset issues at the same time. We're making sure that you're, when you want to go have that glass of wine or you want to go have that cookie or you want to go like not work out, that you're sending messages to your brain that's saying, you know what, look, I'm worthy of this. And so when you do start putting your body and your mind and your spirit in a much healthier state, that success, it's, it's like, 
it's like a magnet to it, you know, like it, it, success is drawn to that. Of course, you've got to take action. But I think that if you can accomplish a goal, like a major weight loss goal, you feel like a flipping rock star. I mean, you feel <laughs> like I could go on and take on like, a, you know, Mount Everest, like tomorrow, like I didn't, but you know, <laughs> I mean, but you feel like empowered to do a lot of different things. And so for me, I was like, that weight loss for me was just like, you know what? I've always wanted to do a sexy ass photo shoot with my husband. I'm going to go do that because I feel like a rock star. And I did that. I want to start a business. And I don't know what that looks like. And I'm going to go do that. So I'm going to like do all the training. So you just feel more empowered. You feel like you can go out there and just take charge of the world. So that's so important to be tuned into your self-care, whether it's you checking out and like reading a book every day, like a motivational book, something that's going to put you in that energy. If it's taking 15 minutes out of your day to just check out of the world and like just check in with your thoughts like those are all things is the more you do that the more you feel like you're connected to your own success beautiful i love that i love the idea of success being magnetized by Mm self-care absolutely it's huge yeah so beautiful if you could give any advice to kind of the erica just starting out in business what would you say Okay, so first of all, just breathe. (laughs) Every day is a new day. So not to sound cliche, but really, truly, every day is a brand new opportunity for you to set the pace. You know, we're all going to have really challenging days. I mean, even like some of the greatest leaders that I've interviewed on my own podcast, they have all had really challenging days. And so to get through that, you know, they reset themselves every day by doing that little intention exercise that I just shared with you guys earlier. They reset themselves every single day and they're not comparing themselves to other people, but they're comparing themselves to themselves, you know, like they're comparing themselves to like what they did the day before. So like, especially those startups that think, okay, like I used to be one of them. I would hop on social media and I would see people in my own space and they have like 250 trillion likes on their, you know, on their video, they are, you know, like every day they're, they're doing something crazy and exciting and awesome. And, you know, and that's all filtered. That's all filtered folks. So like, stop looking at like Facebook and using that as your barometer for other people's success. The only success you should be worrying about is what you're doing. And you can look to your peers and celebrate their successes with them, but don't use that as a benchmark for your own success. You are on your own journey. So as long as you're resetting your threshold every single day, checking in with your intentions and doing two steps each day to move you towards action, that's where, you know, the big payoff will come to you if you're consistent in that energy. Beautiful. That's some beautiful advice for everyone. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Just as we wrap up, what's a quote or phrase that you live by? (laughs) If you have this one. uh, Yeah, I have like 50, (laughs) but if I only have time for one. So one of my mentors, Robert Riopel, he's an amazing trainer. He's been on multiple stages all over the world. So I actually attended something called, it was called Enlightened Warrior Camp. And it was last, gosh, it was about 14 months ago, 15 months ago when I went to this workshop. And one of the things that he instilled to me, and I, I always instill this into my clients today, is you go through the finish line, not to it. So there are so many people that just want to like get to the finish line of whatever they're doing in their business, their personal life, their relationships, their quality of life, and they get right up to the finish line instead of blasting on through it. 
So I literally have it taped to my computer right now as I see in front or as I were on this phone together. Go through the finish line, not to it. So if you can use that metaphor and think about it, the biggest race that you've ever been on in your entire life, you want to blast through that finish line with that warrior energy and that strength. And, you know, and just know that there's going to be hiccups and hangups along the way. I mean, that's all part of running a race, right? But Mm -hmm. at the same time, it doesn't have to be like the sprint. It can really just be at your beautiful pace. But once you get to that finish line, don't just stop at the finish line, blast through it. I love that. I love that. Most amazingly. It's one of my favourites. So. Yeah, no, it's really good. It's so powerful and so true. I just I had that image in my mind of someone getting to the finish line and instead of kind of getting slower as they stop, just powering through and keep on going. So powerful. And, and it's amazing what's on the other side of that finish line sometimes, you know? Like you find you find new opportunities to challenge yourself and there's amazing stuff that comes, you know, through that experience. Definitely, definitely. Do you have any kind of amazingly helpful resources that you've kind of, you found that have helped you or you've stumbled upon that you'd like to share? Yeah, thank you so much. So some of my favorite resources out there are, you know, other women like you who are doing amazing (laughs) rock star things to help entrepreneurs take their game to the next level. You're welcome. And so the other thing I could highly suggest is for all you female leaders out there, there's this little group, it's called Female Entrepreneurs Collaborate. And I, I have no affiliation with the group whatsoever, but I just love her energy and Stephanie Nikolic is her name and she was she's a recent mom she's exciting for me and you know because I I I remember what that was like to be a recent gift mom, you know, a few years ago, but she has an amazing group of women in this group and they're all valuable coaches and virtual assistants and graphic designers and anything that's related to business. There's a lot of resources in there. Another one I want to share, and I have no affiliation with this one either, but it's super powerful, especially for you coaches out there that are working on scheduling your appointments. I actually use a service called youcanbook.me and there's many calendar appointment schedulers out there, but like one One of the things that saved my life about eight months ago was like, I need to schedule my appointments on something that I can manage and and have an automated system. Amy, I know you use one too, but those are two powerful resources. As far as a book, I'm getting ready to read the book called Untethered Soul. So have you read it yet? I haven't. It's on my bookshelf. It's a recent buy from Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) So go check that out too. I'm very excited about that. One of my mentors actually recommended that book to me as well. So if it's on one one of your books, Amy, I'm sure you have the link, but I can certainly share the link to that on Amazon as well. Beautiful, beautiful. What's going on in, in 2016 that you're most excited about? Oh, there's all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. I actually have a unique tribe of moms. So they're all entrepreneurial spirited moms. So they either have their own business or they're thinking about, you know, ditching that nine to five mentality. But even though those people in the startup mode are not necessarily the most ideal client for me because there's too much of a learning curve for me to really be equipped to help them take them to the next level, we are actually going to be launching a Power Mom Toolkit initiative. And that's going to be something that we will be launching in February. Very exciting stuff because we're positioning powerhouses like, you know, even you, Amy, like (laughs) really just putting people in a space where they can collectively get the information from other thought leaders to help them take their life and business to the next level. So we're going to be launching that initiative in February. Very excited about that. We're going to be relaunching something called the Rock Your Biz series in March. It'll really help women with their personal branding, you know, really help them get to a 
place of communicating their message with power and poise. So those are the two things that are coming up in, in the first quarter of 2016 and lots of other good nuggets along the way. So I'm very excited about 2016. That sounds like it's going to be another amazing year for you. Thank you. I'm excited. And you're going to have an amazing year too, girl. <laughs> I'm super proud of all the things be, you've got coming around the bend. So I can't wait to celebrate those successes with you too. Well, thank you. And I think we'll celebrate everyone's success. 2016 yeah. is going to be amazing. Absolutely. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much, Erica. No problem, Mimi. It was a pleasure to be on the show today. Thank you. Thanks for listening, gorgeous. Love what you heard? Leave a review on iTunes because that helps people find the show. Then get your sweet self over to heartsoulandguts.com and join the convo. And by the way, thanks for being you because the world needs more dreamers who get stuff done. <laughs>